For years, scientists have wondered why people with autism avoid looking at someone else's eyes. This is called eye gaze. Not looking at someone else in the eye certainly does not definitely mean an autism diagnosis, but it is a clue. It's also one of the most early emerging symptoms of autism, and it's seen throughout the lifespan. So what causes it? And if we know what's going on behind changes in eye gaze, is it at the core of social issues in autism that can be helped through intervention? These are questions that have been asked by many and reported scientifically. So there are actually two possible explanations. The first is that people with autism purposefully look away from the eyes because of something called gaze aversion. They actively avoid eye contact because they feel like the eyes are aversive. The second is that people with autism look less at each other's eyes because of gaze indifference. This means they look less at other people's eyes because the eyes are not perceived as engaging or informative. The first, gaze aversion suggests that people with autism actively avoid contact because they find it aversive or uncomfortable. Gaze indifference, on the other hand, means that people with autism don't do so actively. They just don't maintain or establish eye contact because socially and interpretively, it's meaningless. They obtain no social information from the eyes, meaning that there is probably a broader challenge in understanding social cues. Adults can tell you why they don't initiate or maintain eye contact. I wanted to interview individuals with autism and ask them why this was a problem. But like most ideas I have, someone already thought of it and asked some people with autism who were verbal and adult why they avoid eye contact. There was an article in The Mighty a few years ago that supported both theories. Some people said, and I quote, it felt painful or yucky. In fact, words that were used were spooky and confrontational. Others said that looking someone in the eye just seemed pointless, distracting, or unnatural. They didn't really get anything out of eye contact, so why bother? Asking adults with autism who can tell you is important, but as important as understanding what goes on before someone can communicate or finding out what's going on in people who cannot communicate. As I mentioned earlier, this is one of the earliest symptoms of autism. As symptoms of autism change over time, or they have the same symptoms, but the nature of those symptoms are different over time, an important question to ask is, what do infants think about eye gaze? This can tell us what the origins of this feature of autism are, and whether or not those yucky, spooky, and painful feelings can be ameliorated through some sort of intervention. Personally, I don't care if someone looks at me in the eyes or not, but when I hear people say that they feel pain and it's unbearable, I want to help them and it's important to understand what's going on. A couple of weeks ago, Ami Klin's group at Emory published research asking why infants don't engage in eye contact as often as those who don't have an autism diagnosis. Jennifer Moriucci, first author, was an ASF fellow, so we were very happy to see this published and shared with the scientific community. So instead of asking infants who would probably give an unintelligible answer regardless of their autism diagnosis anyway, they figured out whether or not there was gaze aversion or gaze indifference by performing an eye tracking study where they tracked the direction of eye gaze through a computer. They had them perform two tasks. In the first task, they cued the kids to look at different parts of a scene which included a face. They cued them, quote unquote, by directing a laser pointer at the screen and then move the scene around so that whatever it was pointing to was either an object or sometimes it was the mouth of a person in the scene and sometimes it was the eyes of a person in the scene. 
Then they measured how fast the child looked away when the target was on the eyes versus the other parts of the scene. In the second task, instead of directing the kids' gaze to the eyes like they did in the first one, they offered situations in the videos where the actor would offer what are called implicit cues to look at the eyes. For example, different facial expressions or expression of emotion. Those without autism use eyes to identify social cues of the scene because they find it interesting and they find social information from it. So based on this finding, how do kids with autism respond? Jennifer Moriucci, first author, explains what they found and more importantly, what it means for families. In the experiment, children watched a series of carefully made videos. Before each video, we flashed a small picture to draw each child's attention. When they looked to where the picture had been, they found that they were either looking right in another person's eyes or looking away from the eyes. And when we did this repeatedly, we found that young children with autism continued to look straight at the eyes. Just like children without autism, they didn't look away from the eyes or try to avoid looking at the eyes in any way. It was really only when we presented varying levels of socially meaningful eye contact that children with autism looked less at other people's eyes. And so together, these findings really went against the idea that these young children with autism were avoiding eye contact on purpose or that they had an aversion to eye contact. Instead, they seemed to not understand or pick up on those underlying social cues and social significance of eye contact. And so getting to perhaps the most important question, what does this mean for families and individuals with autism? I think one thing that's important to note at the start is that the study really tells us about autism as a whole. Every child with autism, just like every child without autism, is unique, and treatment should definitely always be tailored to each child's unique strengths and weaknesses. What our findings suggest, though, especially for young children with autism, is that treatments will likely be most effective by trying to help children with autism learn to engage socially with other people. So rather than just focusing on paying more attention to others' eyes, um, treatment can help make social interaction as a whole more meaningful in order to make social signals, such as eye contact, seem less confusing. So as Jennifer Moriucci pointed out, in children at least, it's not that they find eye contact painful, it's just they don't care that much to look at the eyes. This has implications for early interventions that are not meant to contradict anyone's personal experiences as an adult. Our results definitely do not and are not meant to contradict any personal experiences um, because those personal experiences, they're absolutely valid and they give us a really important source of information. And so in this study, we were specifically looking at eye gaze responses in a group of young children with autism back on the day when they were diagnosed. And what our results showed was that at those early ages, children didn't avoid eye contact they weren't averse to others' eye contact. And so this gives us a really important um, opportunity to try to understand what changes might have occurred over time, Um, what changes may have occurred between those early ages and later personal experiences. Thank you all for listening, and I'll talk to you next week when we have the 2016 Year End Roundup. Talk to you then.